the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, 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 hello. How are you, my listening friend? 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific San Diego time. And uh, all over the place, all over the clock in other parts of the states and uh, the nations and the world. And speaking of the world, we're going to spend some time in a place called South Central Africa, a.k.a. Zambia, and uh, find out uh, what God is doing there. And to help me this first hour is a longtime friend and a remarkable man of God. His name is Kevin Egan. How do you like that introduction, Kevin? (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say the same thing about your introduction, a Bible teacher, lover of God. Uh, what a dear friend Kaz has been to me throughout the years. Oh, my, my. Well, I'm excited because while you are in Kansas City right now, you and your wife, uh, Joy, correct? You are in Kansas yes. City? Well, I, yes, I joked with you before we came on the air saying if uh, the Kansas City Chiefs would have made it to the Super Bowl, maybe you're... Uh, point of view may have been a little different. I don't know what exactly that means, but that was a, an opportunity for me to jab you just a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, so, I think everybody in Kansas City was a little disappointed. But, yeah, I understand. You know, it, it's just a game. It's a game. And a game. we're we're thinking of things much, much higher than football games today. Absolutely. Well, you say it's just a game, but something that is not a game in which uh, God uh, respects highly. I'm going to go for, to... to uh, the book of James chapter 1, verse 27, you know the scripture. It talks about pure religion and undefiled uh, before God uh, is to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted by the world. Well, that's a two-part scripture, Kevin, and you are playing a role in both parts, not only uh, introducing orphans and widows to God and godliness, which we're going to talk about, but also keeping yourself unspotted from the world. That's the big challenge, isn't it? <laughs> well, the Lord called us to to walk holy and blameless before him. Amen? Amen, brother. So Zambia, Central, uh, South Central Africa, um, orphans and widows. Why don't you tell the story in the first uh, segment here? I thought we'd kind of get an overview of the who, why, what, and when, who, why, what, where, when, and how of Kevin Egan and his beautiful wife, uh, and also kind of an overview of of your ministry called Tower of Strength Ministries, and then uh, jump in on the rest of the the, uh, first hour on what's going on in Zambia. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kaz. Well, I gave my life to the Lord in 2001 at 11 o'clock in the morning uh, on December 3rd, 20 years ago. So I just celebrated my 20-year born-again birthday. And the Lord literally took me on a fast track, and he began taking me through different ministry opportunities throughout San Diego and throughout the nation. 
And then he gave me an opportunity to take my first trip to Africa. And if you go to our website, which is www.towerofstrengthministries.com, the very first picture you'll see is from that first trip. And 90% of the people in that picture, 90% of the kids in that picture are orphans. And I just, God created a heart for, for Africa for me. So I actually made a couple couple more trips to to Zambia and then to Swaziland, which is where I met my wife Joy, and we went through the the whole process of uh, a fiance visa. I brought her and her girls here to America, and to cut the story short. Five years ago, the Lord put it on our hearts to start a ministry. He asked me a question, Kevin, do you trust me? I said yes, Lord. He said. I want you to build homes for widows and orphans in Zambia. To build homes for widows and orphans in Zambia. Wow, what a big task. That's because you serve a big God, I guess. I said to myself, Lord, are you sure you've got the right person? (laughs) But the Lord then said, so I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, uh, do you want me to build an orphanage? And he said, no, I want you to build homes. I said, then, Lord, you're going to have to give me the language. And the the language that he gave me was, the children that will be rescued will receive the love of a mother and father. You can break the orphan spirit and the spirit of poverty and see my love poured into their hearts. Oh, my. Oh, my. And And my listening friend, here's the deal. We're in the end of the end of the end of the age right now, and God is fulfilling his promises. One of them is found in the book of Malachi, and I know... Kevin, you know that scripture very well as far as returning the hearts of the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. How big a role does that scripture play in your motivational factor as you pull together um, this ministry? As I I said previously, the Lord has given me a heart for for the nations. Um, I had so many opportunities to minister to those that are uh, with special needs and with uh, disabilities and people that are dying of HIV and AIDS. So many mothers and fathers have died from the HIV AIDS epidemic, and it's left so many young orphans. There'll be a a little old grandma taking care of 30, 40, 50 kids. And it's, it, it, it really is mind-blowing when you see this. Oh, my, my. My listening friend, I don't know whether I introduced uh, Kevin Egan as my co-host for this hour or not, but he is. And as such, I've given him a lot of free reign, but I need to tell him about the commercial breaks, which means three minutes from now we're going to be going into a commercial break and then returning. So, co-host, uh, how would you like to close this last three minutes? So, so this last three minutes, I, I think I'll just uh, give everyone the website, which Good. is Tower of Strength Ministries. All one word, kind of squished together. Tower, Tower of Strength. www.towerofstrengthministries.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And we've added a couple uh, tabs in the menu, but you can go through the tabs and you can see that we just added a tab called We Are Building. Mm. And we'll have more to, more to say about We Are Building. And if you click on that tab, you get to see some pictures of what's actually happening on the ground right now. Yes, I had a chance to visit that. And I'll tell you what, it's fun to see what's going on there. You know, in the United States, we can kind of have... Uh, uh, blinders on and see only what's going on. And there's a lot of things 
going on here that God is intervening in in many ways, but they're also he he's a he's a lover of the nations. And when you see people like you, uh, Kevin, and and your wife Joy involved in bringing uh, godly truth there, it does us here in San Diego County, but in Southern California and the United States, a great deal of hope and excitement. So uh, you got about a minute and a half, uh, and uh, so I'm hoping I, go in ahead. the next segment that we can share a few testimonies about. Yes what Tower of Strength is actually doing. Yes, yes, We're yes. We're not only just building homes, but we've been doing feeding programs throughout Zambia. We have a couple other projects that I'm going to share in the next sub seg- segment that um, I think everyone will be really, really excited about. Yes, you know, it's important for us to ha- have a broad uh, mindset because God is the God of the universe, the universes, but also the world and also America, and he's working his strategies in every one of those. And my friend, for us to be uh, blinded by just what's going on in our own personal lives doesn't give us the dimension of the character of God. And my friends, I trust that with Kevin uh, Egan giving you some insights of a Tower of Strength Ministries, you're going to get to see God's character, but you're going to see his character in such a way that his character is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but is also the same in Zambia and the United States. So uh, would you just one last proclamation? You've got about 30 seconds, and then we will go to take a B-R-E-A-K-E, or if you're in the car, it would be a B-R-A-K-E. <laughs> well, Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and are safe. And my favorite version says, A tower of strength is the name of Jehovah. The righteous run in and are safe. And I believe that this is an opportunity for your listeners to partner with God in what he's doing in the nation of Zambia and around the world. Very good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first first from the very lips of Kevin Egan, my friend and a minister with a ministry called Tower of Strength Ministries. And we are going to visit Zambia after this commercial break. We'll be right back. Is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. I am indeed back. Uh, I want you to fasten that seatbelt because we're going to take a whirlwind journey to South Central Africa and a place called Zambia, and we're going to visit a ministry, but also a vision of Kevin Egan and his wife, Joy, and they are really coming alongside of widows and orphans and providing comfort in many ways, including domicile. (laughs) Kevin, I'm going to hand the baton over to you as we take this journey from the United States. Hang on, folks. And we can go straight on to South Central Africa in a place called Zambia. Kevin Egan, lay it on us, man. Thank you so much, Kaz. You're welcome. You know, I felt that it was important to share a little bit about Tower Strength and and through some testimonies. Sure. Um, Not only are we building homes for widows and orphans, but there's so many ministry opportunities. I'm talking everywhere, right here at home in America. 
Uh, we've helped pastors that have come in from out of town. We've helped uh, prophets that have come in from out of town. We've given them a place to stay. Uh, we've provided uh, funds and, and offerings to various pastors throughout the nations. I'm talking Ghana and Swaziland, Eswatini, South, South Africa. And these are these are things that Tower of Strength has been doing because of the partners that have been raised up. And I want to just first just thank every partner that's partnered with Tower of Strength Ministries. We absolutely cannot do it with, without you. I want you to know that we, we really had a challenge when COVID hit. Yes. But I got to tell you that if you profess to hear the voice of the Lord, will you be obedient? And I heard the Lord very clearly say, I want you to take everything that you have and begin feeding widows and orphans. So we did probably seven different outreaches in 2020. And we also were able to uh, provide an offering for two orphanages that were in uh, Eswatini, Swaziland. Uh -huh. And I want to tell you, because of the, the, the kind donations of our partners, we were really able to bless the widows and orphans in these places. Tell us about it. But th so through the, through the outreaches that we did in 2020, we uh, went into a village and we brought enough food to feed 100 families at a time. I'm talking providing their staple food, which is a 50-pound bag of the cornmeal with a gallon of, of cooking oil and a pound of five pounds of sugar and five pounds of salt and things that they need as staples to just have something to eat in their homes. Yes. And I got to tell you, through those seven different uh, outreaches, we reached a lot of people. And I'll say that in, and I want the, the partners to hear this, and I want those that are potentially partners listening tonight, that this is an opportunity to partner with God. But I asked God, how many people do you think we affected during the 2020 COVID year? And the Lord told me, to, to, he said, tell them you fed the 5,000. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I was seriously blown away. The accounts in Mark and Luke are exactly the same. It says Jesus took the offering, looking to heaven. He gave thanks. He broke the offering, and he kept giving to the disciples. So we knew that we had to keep doing the outreaches, which we have. But that very next outreach, which was Christmas 2020, we're getting ready to, to feed, bring food to 100 families in this village. And I prayed. I said, Lord, we're bringing food to the widows and orphans. What about the children? Lord, it's Christmas. And I heard soccer balls and teddy bears. Oh, my. I'm telling you, Kaz, when you saw the look on a little girl's face holding a two-and-a-half-foot-sized teddy bear, <laughs> we bought some big old colorful teddy bears with, with these soccer balls. And when these, these boys got these soccer balls, uh, I, I'm telling you, the smiles on their faces were priceless. My, my. But here's a testimony right there at the end of 2020. Now, we're talking 2020 vision, the prophetic insight. All the churches were talking about how we were going to see more clearly throughout 2020, and then COVID hit. Yes. 
the last significant testimony out of Tower Strength Ministries was my brother-in-law praying for a blind woman. He walked up to her and went to hand her the food. He says, oh, my, are you blind? She said, yes, I am. He says, may I pray for you? And he prayed for her, and God restored her eyesight oh right there. You can see that. You can see that on my YouTube channel, which is Tower of Strength. Just Google Tower of Strength YouTube, and it'll come right up. And Are you saying that was there. captured on video? That was captured oh, on video. Oh, my. My, my. And Kevin. if you want to see an all-out miracle, just Google Tower of Strength Ministries YouTube. And there's uh, a half a dozen, a dozen videos there that people can see from some of the outreaches, some of the testimonies of pastors that we we ministered during during the COVID season. Oh my! And so the the testimonies have just been believable. I have to say, believable. <laughs> I like that. Let me ask you because we've been friends for some time. You know, you and I uh, are very miracle conscious. We, we believe that the God of yesterday is the God of today and is the God of forever. And the God that did miracles uh, in the Old Testament uh, to and through the children of Israel is the same God that wants to do miracles today through his children today. And especially because the time is drawing nigh, these miracles, you know, when Jesus was walking the earth, the, the miracles increased with the faith of the people that were around him. So I'm, I'm really expectant of supernatural things happening big time, not only in the United States and in, and in San Diego, but also in other countries, including, uh, you know, uh, Africa. Do you sense I, the same I, thing? I am so encouraged that God would use us as vessels for his honor, that he would, for his will and good pleasure, actually heal and deliver and set free, sanctify and set apart. Yes. 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 And um, so I just believe that right now this is an opportunity. As we go into the next segment, we'll talk about the vision a little bit more. Yes. I'd love to explain a little more about our, our website, but there are testimonies after testimonies of how God has answered prayer. One of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 21, verse 1, and it says, The king rejoices in your strength, Lord. How great is his joy in the victories you bring. And God has brought victory after victory after victory after victory, answered prayer after answered prayer after answered prayer after answered prayer. And so I think it would be remiss to even even just say there's so many needs, Kaz. Um, just the, the needs that, that are, are out there just in this project on the land that we have in Zambia. Yes. Um, it's like there were needs that popped up out of nowhere this week, and we <laughs> prayed. And God has already provided for one of those needs. I was I was sharing with some some friends today. You know, remember that little game at the carnivals where you hit the gopher's head when he pops up? <laughs> I was saying I that used to be one of my favorite games and I would be able to hit almost every single one of them, if not every one. And I'm correlating that as a prophetic word that as every one of those needs pops up, we're going to bop it on the head and God's going to provide. <laughs> 
in Jesus' name. Yes, yes, yes. And when you were describing that, <clears throat> you know, one of the things that I'm trying to do on this radio broadcast is give people a broader point of view than just San Diego County or just California or just the United States, but have a worldwide point of view. And there are a lot of things that God can do if we understand his nature. And one of the things that we can do here in the United States, here in California, here in San Diego County and beyond, is just intervene on behalf of other people who are our friends in other nations. And there's a scripture that says, regarding Job and in Job, it says that God released the captivity of Job. You know the challenges that he had. God released the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. So here in the United States, we think we've got it tough. But uh, other people in other nations have it tough as well. And as we reach out to our friends in other nations, God will bless us where we are and the Bible says God released the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. So what can we do for our friends, not only in our immediate area, our immediate nation, but also in the nations, including Africa? So, uh, so about like time for, it, we've got about 30 con- seconds, so lay it on us. 30 seconds? Yep. Okay. Well, God has given me a heart for the widows and orphans in Zambia from being used as a vessel for his honor to see people healed from AIDS and from from HIV, mm. little children that were de- set free and delivered and healed. So I'm I'm just grateful for the opportunity to share tonight, and we'll we'll share a little more in the next segment. That's right. And you used to talk about HIV, and we have a thing called uh, COVID uh, throughout the world. And it, God uh, is the God, same God yesterday, today, and forever. He's the healing God, and we're going to share some insights about that that will encourage you where you are, my listening friend, and uh, also people in other nations as well when Kevin Egan and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you and hello, my friends with Come Together San Diego. Thank you for your faithfulness and listening and responding as Holy Spirit directs. It's a great time that we're having here as we are visiting a place called Zambia in South Central Africa with a man and a, his wife who have a vision called Tower of Strength Ministries. And uh, Kevin Egan is that man. He's been a friend for a long time, so I know him by not only uh, reputation, but I know him personally by character. He's a man of God. And I'll tell you what, he wants, you know, when God gives him a a vision, he's uh, pretty much uh, says, let's just do it, Lord. And I'm sure the Lord loves that about him, but he also loves that about you, my listening friends. So as we determine what God is doing in Zambia, I want you to relate this to what God is doing in your heart even right now. And I'm going to reintroduce you to Kevin Egan. Kevin, lay it on us. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kaz. Well, I wanted to give just a little insight about what Tower of Strength actually is. Tower of Strength is a ministry to widows and orphans in Zambia. This is what our, our goal is. Uh, we're just, we want to go to the nations and yes. just present the heart of the Father to the orphans and widows. Uh, we want to give them hope by sowing into their lives and seeing their lives impacted by God's love. But um, I'd like to point everybody to our website again, which is 
www.towerofstrengthministries.com. Towerofstrengthministries.com. And ministries is plural. So it's based on Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and are safe. I shared that, and I was just moved by the, the Passion Translation. It says, the character of God is a tower of strength. For the, for the heart, for he, the covers of God delight, the lovers of God delight to run into his heart. Can we run into his heart? Oh my, I like it. Can we run into his heart and just see what, what he has for the widows and orphans in Zambia? Well, I believe that what we're building here in Zambia will be a replicable model. I would, I would honestly love to do one here in the United States even. Oh my. But the Lord's called me and my wife to Zambia, so this is where we're building the first one. So if you go to the homepage, you'll be able to see a little bit about me and my wife. Um, there's also an about page that has uh, just a little testimonial about my wife and I. And then uh, we, we added a vision page. So on this vision page, if you click it, you're looking at uh, the, the actual... Uh, plans that we believe God has given us. As as you know, Kaz, uh, I met you 20 years ago. You were actually (laughs) teaching a class on the heart of David and and the tabernacle of David. And I'll tell you, from, from that time on, the Lord just gave me a heart for the tabernacles. Yes. And I have studied the tabernacle of Moses for the last 19 years. And when I say that the Lord gave me this vision, the Lord said, I want you to build it according to the pattern that I gave you. Now, I'll tell you this as a testimony. One of those answered prayers, one of those victories was one week I was saying, Lord, I, I know what it's supposed to look like. I can draw it out on a piece of paper, but I would love if somebody would show up that could can draw this out for me. Give me a give me like a blueprint, a plan. And so out of nowhere the, the next week, I met a young man who came up for Florida for an internship at IHOP, which is the International House of Prayer here in Kansas City. We got to know each other over that week. And he told me what he does, and he, said, he asked me, what is Tower of Strength? And as I began telling him, he said, God is telling me to do something for you. This man was an illustrator, and he actually put our vision down on paper. So if you go to the vision page, you can actually see the PDF files, the actual pictures of what God's called us to build in Zambia. My So now, if you just go to the very next tab, it's We Are Building. In uh, 2019, the Lord told us to do a Caleb and Joshua trip, go spy out the land. (laughs) And Kaz, we looked at probably 30, 40 different properties. I'll tell you, one of them was like five hours from the airport. And when you got there, you drove into this this dirt road, and you drove in like 10 miles, and there was 60 hectares. I'm telling you, it looked like it was right out of National Geographic. 
with the animals running around, with the with the river running down through the property. But it was literally off the grid, and it would take so much to build there. Yes. But, you know, God can do anything. But God told me I would know it when I saw it. So just before we left on that trip, the Lord brought us to a property, which turns out to be 20 minutes from the Lusaka airport. It's actually tribal land. And the people that we met, uh, we, we were negotiating to buy five hectares. And what's, and what's a hectare? A hectare is about two and a half acres. Oh, I see. So we told him we wanted a little more land, and he said, well, I'll give you this extra portion. When we walked it out and we got to the very back corner of that additional portion, there was a fruit tree on the corner. Mm. And I just knew that I knew that I knew that this was our property. Oh, my. So five or three years ago, we bought that piece of property, and we've been working with all the plans we did all the appropriate paperwork uh, here in America and in Zambia. So to mention, we are a 501c3. So any one of the listeners tonight that would like to partner with God and make a donation to Tower of Strength Ministries, you can do so at our website. Or if it's easier for you, you can make a donation at PayPal. Uh-huh, you yes. can just go to paypal.me slash Power of strength. Very good. Well, you know, my listening friend, here, here's the deal on this. God isn't going to have you jumping into everything, but you need to prayerfully listen and obey. God may have, you know, if you're listening to the show, you very likely have a heart for things that are going on in Africa or even South Central Africa or even Zambia, or you're just not sure. <clears throat> Many of you may say, you know, God's got a calling for me. Some of that is a calling at home. And some of that is a calling to reach out to other places. So you pray and weigh about this. And each person that is listening to this has an obligation, as it says in 2 Timothy 2.15, to study to show yourself approved. A workman does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You're getting the word of truth from Kevin's mouth and my mouth here. And your obligation is to weigh and pray this and see if God wants you to become involved. And maybe even to actually replicate the vision that Kevin and Joy have in Zambia, in the United States, or in Mexico. Who knows? Who knows what this relationship could be? But you have an obligation to hear, weigh, pray, and then move accordingly. I'm going to hand it back to you. We've got about two minutes left, Kevin Egan. So there's a a couple other tabs. If you click on the Trip to Zambia tab, you'll see one of my favorite pictures. I'm sitting reading the Word of God. I was actually reading Psalm 91 over the children. Mm, great verse. One of my favorite pictures. Yes. And there's also a newsletter tab. If you go to the newsletter tab, it's some of the recent newsletters just uh, that we send out to, to all our partners. We try to keep everyone updated. So these are just some of, some of the newsletters that went out over the last couple of years. So back to the We Are Building tab. Back in December, the Lord said, I want you to start building, and I want you to start building two homes. So we have actually finished the foundations for two homes. We're building the walls. The walls are going up, and we've raised enough support to do the first roof. So in about two weeks, uh, we're negotiating 
getting the best price. We're going to go ahead and purchase all the materials so that we can put on the first roof. Once the roof goes on, the windows and the doors go on, the toilets and the sinks go in, and we can move in some beds and rescue some children. Oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. So the roof goes first. And then building down from the top. (laughs) Windows and doors and the finish work in the inside, plumbing and electrical. And and there's a lot of needs. There's a lot of needs. You know, but once you you actually get the first building, how many buildings do you have in the initial preliminary plan? So the original plan, and this is what God has given us, is we're supposed to build two main buildings— which are on the vision page, you can actually see a picture of what they look like. And there's a picture of the the, the whole seven-acre compound. Oh my. And that seven acres is represented by seven homes with two main buildings. Oh. Uh, the goal is, cut it short, we want to have a sanctuary where we can use it as a multi-purpose building, school, church, house of prayer. Oh, I love it. Can you tell us more about that after the break? I'm my listening friend, I hope, you know, without a the Bible talks about without a progressive vision, my people dwell carelessly. And if you go, Lord, what well, what about me? You know, I've got uh, some ministry things that you want me to do, but I I'm just kind of dwelling around waiting for the vision to happen. Without a progressive vision, my people dwell carelessly. Um, And so one of the things we want to do is to dwell with great wisdom. So listen, hear, obey as you pray. We're going to talk more about this and the vision unfolding with uh, Kevin Egan and I and South Central Africa and a place called Zambia and Tower of Strength Ministries when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego. It's just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, I'm here, but also my co-host, his name is Kevin Egan, and he has the Tower of Strength Ministries in a place called Zambia, South Central Africa. And he left us with an anointed, exciting thought a phrase that he used, we are building. And, uh, you know, he mentioned Hallelujah. He, he and I met uh, one of the times that we interacted was years and years ago when I was teaching on the building again of the Tabernacle of David, which is uh, Amos nine eleven and Acts uh, fifteen sixteen. God is building again the Tabernacle of David, which is really a tabernacle focused on worship and praise to draw people unto the Lord. And when you had the uh, kind of the pattern of the Tabernacle of Moses, one of the things that uh, David did is he expressed uh, another facet of Tabernacle of Moses, and that is the worship and praise portion. And to hear that you were going to build a special uh, kind of all-purpose area that was going to include worship and praise and prayer and all these other things, that really done my heart good. So as we continue the theme of We Are Building, uh, Kevin Egan, why don't you, first of all, start out with your website again and then jump into We Are Building and what does that mean? We have this segment, uh, and uh, then we will say adieu to YOU. Kevin. Well, Father, I just thank you for the privilege to have Kaz uh, allow me to share about Tower Strength Ministries. You can visit us at www.towerofstrengthministries.com. 
Uh, on that page, you'll find our phone numbers, our emails. Feel free to email me if you have any questions or information, if you'd like to hear more about what we're doing. So I was sharing about how we want to build two main buildings. I just want to throw out real quick what those would be for. The two main buildings, one would be a multi-purpose building that we can use as a school, a church, and a house of prayer. And there's pictures of that on the vision page. The second building would be like a large commercial kitchen with a dining room, but the goal would be to uh, make meals that can be taken out to the widows and orphans in the neighboring villages. Oh my. We are actually, our land is actually on a place of tribal land and there's villages throughout the area. So um, there's, there's quite a need. I got to say that when we did our feeding programs, we just, our last one was Christmas last, just this past year. And when we brought food to the, to the widows and orphans, we came to at least three homes that said they had absolutely nothing in their home. They had nothing to eat. Oh, my. And it was coming up on Christmas Day, and we were able to provide for them. So the goal with the, uh, with the commercial kitchen would be able to make some meals and provide for, for some of the areas. But not only that, but to provide jobs. We can get some people coming in from the villages to actually be cooking in the kitchens, making the meals, putting them together, boxing them up. And uh, so if you look at the plan, the goal is to have seven homes, and each home will be a four-bedroom home, where the goal would be to have a mother and father in each home. And God answers prayer. In the beginning, I told you he gave me the language that the children rescued would receive the love of a mother and father and that the, the those children rescued, we can break the orphan spirit and the spirit of poverty and see the love of our Heavenly Father poured into their hearts. Yes. The Lord spoke to me so clearly that we needed to build with a spirit of excellence. Would I want to w- live in one of these homes? Well, the way that we're building them, yes, I would love to live in one of these homes. Oh my. But our goal is to have a mother and father. And my wife and I very may be one of the mothers and fathers in this in one of the homes, but we are the mother and father of this ministry, and we will continue to pour out the love of a mother and father on every child rescued, every woman that's brought in, every uh, widower. There may be a widower, a, a little old guy that has absolutely nothing. Can we bring him into a home and bring him into the love of the father? So if you look at the plan, there's actually a a farm in the back. So we would like to be self-sustaining. You'll see we got a water tower. We want to raise chickens. We're actually going to raise bees with uh, much counsel and counsel from people that have done ministries in the past. Raising bees is a a profitable endeavor so that it can provide for some of the needs. Oh, my. Uh, Just up off the top, I'm just going to throw out a few needs. Uh, There's so much in going into just building one home. With COVID-19, and everyone knows in America how the prices have gone up, the prices of lumber has doubled. The the prices for cement has doubled. 
I'm I'm literally looking at the prices that we we were quoted just two years ago to build a home. We're paying almost twice as much. Oh my! But same you know same thing it. here in the United States and other areas too. Absolutely. Building costs are escalating big time. So we we have already put in a well, but we're going to have to raise a water tower and put into a solar powered pump and and you know provide the the plumbing to each home which is is a huge need one of the other needs that just popped up i was talking about those little gophers popping up their heads our ministry vehicle just broke down and so we are absolutely in the need right now and raising the support to get a new ministry vehicle and another need uh, as you know raising up the tabernacle of David. If you look at the vision page and the, the main picture there, there's actually a little campfire in the middle. And the illustrator actually put a campfire right in the middle. But my goal is to bring some acoustic guitars with me and teach the children how to play guitar and how to sing the Word of God. Oh, my. Yes, yes, yes. There's such power. You know, you, you and I know because we've worshiped together. You know the power not only in prayer, but also the power of worship. And the Scripture says that God the Father seeks worshipers to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And this, you know, you know, and I know that you are fulfilling Scripture there. My listening friend, you know, in these last days, God made a promise in Malachi, the last chapter of Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. And he says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall return the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. (laughs) As we're looking at the earth right now, it's not God who has cursed it, but the enemy of God and God's people trying to put a curse on, and nothing can break the curse faster than fathers returning the hearts of the children and the children returning to the hearts of the father. This is remarkable. And my, my friend... Kevin Egan uh, and his beautiful wife, um, Joy, are doing this with Tower of Strength Ministries. Why don't you give the website again, because we've got maybe one minute left, uh, Kevin, and final encouraging word. Give the website www.towerofstrengthministries.com. There's also a support tab on there. You can just click that if you would like to give an offering or become a monthly partner. If it's easier for you, you can go to PayPal and just hit paypal.me slash Tower of Strength. Now, I just think it would be appropriate. I have, I know that I have a few of my partners that are listening because every partner that, everyone that partners with us becomes part of the family and we pray together and we intercede with one another. And I know that I have a few partners interceding and praying for me and listening right now. But for those of you that are out there, I'm just offering to you, I believe that this is an opportunity to partner with God. That's good, Kevin. God, this is a God-given vision, and I just lift each and every listener up tonight, and I ask God to give us ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in the nations. I ask God to bless each one of you, that he would uh, continue to bless you 
everything that you put your hands to. So where you are praying, where you are interceding, where you are crying out to God, I pray that God would allow you to see evidence of your prayers being answered. And I want each one of you to know that as you become part of the Tower of Strength family, you will continually be prayed for, interceded for, and in continual communication. We love you. We thank you so much for this opportunity, Kaz. Uh, Kevin Egan, uh, it's my pleasure. Tower of Strength Ministries, towerofstrengthministries.com. My listening friend, I hope you got a little flavor here of what God is doing in other nations. Not only are we myopic and understand what God is doing in the United States and also in uh, Southern California, but we know that he's working throughout the nation's the entire world. My listening friend, I am thankful for Kevin Egan and his beautiful wife, Joy, for joining us this first hour. Up next, we're going to have somebody who's one of my favoritest people in the entire universe. <laughs> and uh, she she is going to share some insights uh, from what's going on, not only in this city, the state, the nation, but also the world. Her name is Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council. So, Kevin, thank you so much, my friend, my listening friend, Kaz, with another special guest. We'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, howdy, my friends. Welcome back to the second hour of Come Together San Diego. And we had fun in Zambia, uh, South Central Africa, (laughs) the first hour. Now we're coming back to the United States of America. And there are some challenges here as well. But there are also God-inspired solutions, which brings me to introducing my co-host for this second hour on Come Together San Diego. Many of you in San Diego will know her because she is prolific and active, not only in San Diego, but throughout uh, California, not only California, but throughout this nation, because she has a vision and a heart to allow God to intercede in things that need intercession in this nation, this state, and this county and beyond. Dran, how are you doing? Oh, I'm great, Kaz. Thank you so much again for having me on. It's pleasure. It's a pleasure. Dran Reese is really kind of the, I would call her the inspiration behind Salt and Light Council, and that is a powerful ministry that has other ministries attached to it. And we're going to spend some time, Dran, not only talking about these ministries, but also a ministry that is bringing all these other ministries together called BraveSalt.com. And Dran is also an advertiser on... KPRZ, you may have heard a commercial just as we were coming into the show. I had to smile. Well-placed commercial. <laughs> so, Dran, <laughs> Dran uh, give us kind of the overview of Dran Reese, uh, Salt and Light Council, and the overall vision. Then I'm gonna, you and I are going to dig into some things that my listening friend, you need to pay close attention to. The world is going, and that, this is not a curse word, it seems like the world is as, as they say, going to hell in a handbasket? Well, there are a lot of things that the enemy of God and God's kid is, is doing to try to take our concentration and our focus off God and godliness. And Dran Reese and her team members uh, have some solutions for that. Dran, I'm going to hand it to you. Lay it on us, Dran Reese. Well, Kaz, I started uh, a new—well, I didn't really start a new ministry, but a new URL, and I could not even believe that the name was available, because I had this on my heart since I was seven years old, and I'll tell you a little backstory to that. 
The new website is called Brave Salt because in this time, we all need to be brave. And, of course, the Lord has given us so many scripture verses to support the fact that we need to trust in him. I mean, he tells us over and over again, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. That's in Deuteronomy 31.6. And, again, he says, be strong in the Lord. You can take a stand against the devil's schemes. You know, take up the shield of faith. Take the helmet of salvation. And we can go on and on. I I, I love God's word that encourages us to be brave. And so that's the reason why we started this website called bravesalt.com. But really what it is, is it is a simple word for those that are ready to be brave in our culture to seven different solutions. Now, I'm going to give you the backstory. Are you ready? Yes, I am. When I was age seven, I lived in a trailer park, actually on Mission Gorge Road. And some of you here in San Diego might know that trailer park. It's across from Coles. That's where I grew up. <laughs> and there was a couple of boys in the, in the neighborhood who were absolutely bullies. And one of them put a hoe in my head. You know, the, a garden hoe with two prongs on it? I oh. had to go. <laughs> my, my, my. Yes, I had to go to the hospital for surgery, and it, it, and it barely missed my brain. And so I had to go to school. I had to have my head shaved and have a patch over my head. So, well, that, That's a rig, real big popular, make, make, makes you very popular, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, when you're... You know, when you're in kindergarten, I think I was in kindergarten, actually. That's really not age seven. Come to think of it, I was in kindergarten or first grade, right, right around there. Don't Age, I don't really remember. I just know that I was a very, very small, and, and it was embarrassing to have to have your head shaved and a patch on the back. Sure. But here's what, and why this is so significant, is that my mother, <clears throat> who used to feed me cottage cheese, <laughs> one day sprinkled this stuff on top of it. And I looked up at her when I was a little kid and I said, ew, what's that? (laughs) And she said, (laughs) and she said, brave salt. And I went, wow. And I swooped that down so fast. And then I went out and found those two boys and I beat them up. (laughs) (laughs) Brave salt. You know, a lot of people who are Mel Gibson fans would know one of the premier movies he was involved within and what's called Brave Heart. And, you know, there, there's a le- the, the value of being brave is something we Christians, especially in the United States, we haven't really had to be brave because there was no major, there didn't seem like there was a major threat of what was going on in this nation. But my, 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 the mask has been, rem- I use that in, in maybe a humorous way, but the mask of evil uh, deception is being removed even right now. And so we we need to figure yeah. out how to be brave, don't we? We need to figure out how we to be do. brave. Well, exactly. And isn't that the, the motto, one of the mottos, you know, uh, other than in God we trust, we are the land of the free. Yes. And the home of the brave. We're not the home of the weak. We're not the home of the scared. We're not the home of the intimidated. We're the 
home of the brave. We are strong and courageous because the Lord was behind the founding of this country and those people that risked their lives to come over here uh, to flee tyranny in in England and and to have a free country and so that they could have practiced the tenets of their faith, which they could not do in that country. So our history in America is so profound and so, um, you know, so, so, it's not only profound, but when you when you think about who George Washington was and our founding fathers, these men risked their lives for us. The Declaration of Independence alone was a death sentence for these men in this country. Literally, 27 grievances that they that they uh, leveled back on the British uh, crown, and literally they were signing their death warrant had it not worked out for us here in America. Well, that, so, that, that, the message is we have, to dis- we have to discern and know where, where our uh, heritage is, and we need to be willing to make a stand for it, and that's called bravery. And I, as I look around in the church, quote-unquote, environment today, I see a lot of people that are, they, they would say, yeah, I'm brave, but they are doing things that illus- illustrate just the opposite. I know you're going to talk about that somewhere else in the, in the broadcast as well. We've got about a minute left. My co-host, Rand Reese, for this hour, where would you like to take this last minute in this segment? Well, I'd just like to finish off with this first part. And I think in the next two parts, I I brought some bills and issues that are happening here in California. So I think it's very important we Mm. talk about those. Yes. And then, of course, we're election year and we have a primary coming up. So those are really the two things I wanted to cover. And then, of course, our website. But um, I really want to focus on the fact that even in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 16, 13, it says, be on your guard. Yes. Oh my. But at the same time, it says, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, <laughs> be strong. <laughs> and all of that is saying, be brave. There you go. My be listening brave. friend, I'm going to a- invite, uh, Dran is going to be, you, you can tell, she, she doesn't sit back in the shadows. She's out in the, in the thick of things. And, she, you know, she's, she's got the spiritual sword in her hand vigilantly. So yeah, I hope a lot of what Dran's heart cry is wears off on you, rubs off on you, my listening friend. And during the commercial break, I invite you to go to www.bravesalt.com and find out what's going on, because she's going to be referring to that throughout the broadcast and talking about things that really matter in the United States and to Y-O-U and what you can do about it when Dran Reese and I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, I'm back with a longtime friend and probably one of the great inspirations in my life. Her name is Dran Reese. When I take a look at her, I go, man, if she, you know, I don't know whether she sleeps uh, 30 minutes uh, uh, in the evening or not, but she's always active in what's going on. She's got, but also multiple things, not just one plate. She's got multiple plates uh, over which she overseas. And Dren, I'm going to make a comment here, and you tell me if uh, my observation is right, and then it's going to help you launch into talking about some of the uh, some of the websites and ministries that are involved tied to Salt and Light Council. I think for the longest time now, especially with COVID and things like that, the church has been taken aback. And a lot of people, you know, we're not necessarily used to being on the forefront or being proactive. You know, in in the United States, we haven't had to worry about it. We thought we had a government and a constitution that actually defended us. And, you know, different people in different uh, 
fields of uh, of ec- excellence covering our bases, but we're finding out that that is not the case. And I, I think a lot of us have been on the defense because we just didn't know what to do. And I think you are going to share some insights on some things that they can do to change from being on the defense to being on the offense. Any thoughts on that as you jump into your first topic, Dren Reese? Well, uh, yes. I mean, the church has had has been brutalized and bullied for the last couple of years with this COVID situation. And what we've seen uh, arising through this is the real cream of the crop. There are some pastors out there, boy, I just, uh, maybe a handful, a handful in California that will not take this lying down and are willing to sue the the uh, state of California and Governor Newsom. Bishop Art Hodges is one of them. Uh, Pastor McClure out of San Jose, <clears throat> Rob McCoy out of Thousand Oaks, uh, John MacArthur <clears throat> out of Los Angeles area. And let me say just those alone, and there's a few more, uh, and that, uh, that never shut down like Pastor Jeremy McGarrity, Uh, over at Skyline, you know, and and Pastor Dennis Hodges. I could go on. I only know the men of God who are brave and are mighty men of God. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's right. And I tell you what, five minutes with Dran and you become one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we work off of each other and we understand that You know, evil needs to know that the law of God usurps their power of insanity, tyranny, their 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 spiritual depravity must end. And this, you know, you you know, you before before when you were bringing me back on, you mentioned that I was busy all the time. But I want to share with your listeners also that I trust in God more and more every day, the worse and worse it gets out there. And it's a, it's a beautiful program. Basically, the Bible is unbelievable. That the worse it gets out there, you trust in the Lord more. And the worse it gets, the more you trust in the Lord, and the more He can show Himself great and mighty, so that we will call on Him and call Him the, the Lord. I am the Lord your God. So, you you said, how do I get it all done? Well, Kaz, today I took a two two hour nap. <laughs> I just. I do what the Bible says, lie down in green pastures. So before I'm about to do anything significant, such as being on your show, Ooh, where you. I have to represent the Lord, I have to represent the Lord and and be courageous and, and be um, strong, I lay down and I literally shut my eyes. And I am have practiced it so much that I can actually take a little nap and then I wake up refreshed, but I have a certain piece that has surpassed all understanding. I really don't understand where it comes from, but I'm grateful to God because he says, let me put my words into your mouth. So whatever it is I'm saying today, I'm doing my best to step out of the way and let your listeners out there hear that it is time. There is no time to waste for any of us to take a back seat to what's going on in, in America. So, but, the, By the, the way, my friends, Dren, may I say your comments about there's no time to waste. This, you know, you, you've used that kind of as an accolade in the past when you're encouraging people to do something. But this is really, 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 we're, we're at it right now. If we are passive, uh, we could lose this nation 
and we could lose uh, much of the people whom God has called to become intimately involved with him. And we have a role to play. So Dran just ain't speaking words. These are the now words, my listening friend, the now words. And I know, you, Dran, you have some thoughts on different uh, facets of uh, living, and one of them deals with education and voting and other things like that. So I'm going to hand it back to you. And you've got about five or six minutes uh, in this segment to uh, set your case. And my listening friend, let me remind you again about the uh, address for this. Uh, we, we we really encourage you to go to um, the Salt and Light Council. But to get there, you can go to bravesalt.com. Dran Reese, lay it on us. Okay, I will. And now, along with salt, uh, there are different kinds of salt. Yes. Uh, there's the salt that seasons, right? But there's also smelling salt. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that wakes you right up out of a coma. Ooh. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to start by talking about some bills that our all-democratic legislature, there's only a couple of Republicans, they've had a, a supermajority in this state for 30 years. It is not the... You know, the, the Republicans are doing the very, very best they can uh, to fight what's going uh, with uh, with our state legislature. But I really need to have people understand that it, now it's time for us to understand it's time to wake up and hear some real smelling salt issues. Now, I had a call today, actually, <clears throat> that it was a frantic call. So literally two days ago, listen to this, they just introduced a new bill two days ago on the 10th, AB one nine nine three folks write it down and look it up a b one nine nine three and it was introduced by all the democrats wicks low weber uh, pan wiener uh etc now here's what they're saying <clears throat> that this bill would require an employer to require each person who's an employee or an independent contractor who is eligible to receive the COVID-19 vaccine to show proof to the employer or an authorized agent of the employer that that person has been vaccinated against COVID-19. Folks, in other words, what they're saying is, no matter how you feel about the vaccination situation, the fact is they're going to force you to take something in your body that you may not want to to take, force you. Now, who... What kind of a country forces you to do things, Kaz? I know the, I know what kind of countries force you to do things. Uh, I'll tell you, and it uh, has a lot to do with, uh, shall we say, C-H-I-N-A and a, a number of others that, uh, that have ulterior motives against Judeo-Christian values. And, and, and uh, we are under siege and many other nations as well. So I'm going to... Hand it back to you, because that's happening before our very eyes. We can't let it happen. Dran. Well, we are the land of the free. Oh, wait, let's see. Wait, we are the land of the obedient and the home of the do whatever we need, we can to please our government? Or are we the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so folks, you need to put these things together. Now, let me give you some more smelling salt. All right, so you remember we have this smash and grab where, where anybody can just walk anywhere into any place and steal $900 worth of uh, goods and services that belong to some hardworking individuals out there. Yes. Right? And yes. steal it and walk out and get away with it. Well, you know, 
you got to hand it to this one Democrat who is now going to decrease that from 950 to 400. So that was one good thing. But you're still $400 worth. So you go in the first time, you're still 400 You walk out the door, you go back in, still another 400 How yeah. many times can you do that in a day? My, my, my. How about zero? In my opinion, how about nothing? <laughs> yes, I think yes, that's yes. One of, the, one of the Ten Commandments. Yes. Do not steal. And if your listeners out there are Christians, they would know where do not steal lands in the numbers. Eight, mm. do not steal. My, my. We've got about three minutes in this segment. I know you want to bring this to a conclusion. So uh, just for your information, Dren Reese. Sure. Okay. Well, then let me go on. But we uh, we have some great people like Waldron and uh, Kylie who are trying to repeal this Proposition 47 on the smash and grab. Uh, okay. So then we have some more bad ones, all offered by Wiener and Gonzalez in the Democrat and Pan. You know, who are these people? Ready? They want to over... Overdose prevention program. So, in other words, you get to go to an injection site and get your drugs for free. You're, you want, you know, a shoot-up? You want to get a little heroin? You can go to a drug site. Uh, another one is that, uh, oh, abortions will be free. So, it's going to prohibit deductibles or co-pays for any other payments issued for abortion services. That's another great one, SB245. By the way, you can get all these bills that I'm reading to you off of bravesalt.com under the website Judeo-Christian Caucus, Judeo-Christian Caucus. That's where we put all these bills and resolutions, folks. You will know exactly what these people are doing in Sacramento and which one offered these bills. But you have to go there. You have to do some work. We have, we're handing it to you on a silver platter, but you still have to go click Brave Salt, click Judeo-Christian Caucus, Click bills and resolutions. Can you please do three clicks? Yep. And 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 do something that will help you. And then churches can download this list that we have on a PDF. All of these bills are listed and in a printable form that you can then start talking to your congregation or folks if you're in groups or to your friends and your family. You need to know what these. I hate to say it, but they are criminals. Jokers. I don't know who these people are in office undermining your Judeo-Christian values. They're there. They're doing this every day. And folks, you need to stand up. Yes. And, so, and, and quickly, how do, they, how do they find out how to stand up? This is where I want to go. We've got about 30 seconds, Dran, in this segment. So uh, be the closer, Dran Reese. Be the closer. Uh, the closer is go to bravesalt.com. There are seven ministries there. Look at all seven of them and sign up for all seven. Each one of them gives you something different that you can do to make a difference, but it's not just doing it alone. You're doing that with other people. Yes. If you're in a church, you can go to Salt and Light. If you want to know about the bills and resolutions, go to Judeo-Christian Caucus. If you want to know how to vote your values, go to Biblical Voter. If you want to get your pastor involved, Pastor Town Hall. We have a couple more like that on the website. Oh my. But you can find out about them at bravesalt.com. <laughs> I know you have, you're burning with... Su- to share some other things. My listening friend, you, you know, you weren't just going to be a passive listener on this broadcast with Dren Reese. She is a stirrer and an encourager. We're going to talk more about some of the things that you really need to know about when Dren Reese and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. 
Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you very much, and I am not alone, oh no. I am with Brand Reese, and she is the inspiration behind Salt and Light Council and so many other ancillary ministries tied to a ministry, new, we're calling it a ministry suite location called bravesalt.com. Go there and you can find out uh, the who, why, what, where, when, and how of so many ways that, that you can be involved. You know, before I hand it over to, to, to Dran to give some further insights, tell me if this hasn't been the case in yours and my past. When there's difficult things that are going on, like things that are going on in your earth, your city, your state, and your nation right now. The tendency in the past was to be, uh, you know, somebody else will do it. I don't need to do that. Somebody else will cover it. That is no longer an excuse. God is calling every single one of us to do what he has called us to do and be whom we've been called to be because the times are at hand and there's no more uh, stepping aside and say, here, I'm going to kick this can down the road. Well, there's not much road left. Dran <laughs> Reese and BraveAssault.com actually is a ministry suite to get you to all these other things. Dran, I'm going to hand the baton to you, and you're my co-host, so take it wherever you want to in this segment and beyond. Dran Reese. Well, you just brought up something that prompted me to want to tell your listeners about this. <clears throat> what I've experienced throughout the, uh, and I haven't been doing this as long as so many people who have been involved with government. Okay, now <laughs> I can probably say that your listening audience is saying, I don't really want to get involved in government. I don't want to run for office. You know, I'll get out there and vote in the general. I don't vote in the primaries. I hardly even know who my elected officials are in my community. I don't know. I don't know. You know, if somebody else, you were 100% right. So when I go to churches, I would, I would hear people say to me, you know, being involved in all this is just not my passion. It's just not my calling. So I thought about that. You know, I've been thinking about that. It's not your passion or your calling. Well, you let's say there's a little three-year-old kid that's, you know, you're sitting there, sitting down, and you're watching this little three-year-old walk towards a pool. And you're asking yourself, you know, and you see that he's about ready to jump, fall in. And you say to yourself, you know, am I called to to do anything about this? Where are all the other people here? I mean, isn't anybody watching this kid? Am I oh called to get my. up for just a Right? Yes. Or, wait, it's my passion. Is it my passion to just race out of my chair, possibly have to jump in this pool to get this kid? I mean, is that what people think in their mind? No, I, I think people are very good. They just don't know. Okay, now I think people really have it. Now, I have another one. Here's a good example. You know, if the military back in World War II had said, <clears throat> are you called to go out on the front line, potentially get your legs blown off by an IED, maybe come back with a mental illness and, uh, you know, be tragically maimed for life? Oh Is my. it your passion to carry a 75, 100-pound backpack out into foreign lands to be shot at and possibly killed and, and to starve and maybe, you know, get gangrene or whatever? How many people would have answered that ad? That is not the ad that they ran. <laughs> That's the ad that they ran. <laughs> Something that duty. is tied to, yeah, duty, but also be brave. <laughs> right. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I finally get it. If we act brave, you know, we're, we're called to act like Jesus. Well, how, what does that mean? That means you read the scriptures 
and like a script, you read a script, you read it a few times, you get familiar with the characters, you get familiar with the plan, you know, the, 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 you know, the theme of it. And then you go back and you memorize your, your uh, script. And then you become that person. Well, that's what we're called to do. We have the scriptures. We're called to, to study and to read God's word so that we can become like Jesus. Now, you know, I know a lot of people didn't sign up for the persecution that Jesus endured, but that's because mostly people are fools out there. They're foolish with their life. They're foolish with their, um, you know, with their soul. And they, they have rejected Jesus, and they are going to hell. And these people, and our job as Christians is simply to live a good life. And he promises that he will never leave us and never forsake us. And we are protected by the Lord Jesus in our efforts. And he says to us, you know, you know, if God's for us, who can be against us? Yes. <laughs> so we have all the power and the authority. We just have to declare it in our lives. So that's why I say when the military said it's your duty it is all of our duty to be salt and light in this world. That is our duty. And how do you become salt and light? You have to learn. You know, our military, they go there and they have boot camp. <laughs> they have to learn, you know, the strategy and the military and, and taking orders and teamwork and getting out there together. Well, that's what we need to start doing. We have a very powerful enemy out there who's very strategic. They have some incredible funding from all the global elites. And, and if your folks out there don't know who these global elites are, I have to say you really do need to connect with us and get signed up and start getting trained in, uh, and, and go to boot camp. Yes. There's some incredible opportunities out there for you folks out there to, to learn how to be called up for duty and to do your part because you will then have to bear the responsibility if you do nothing we're allowing evil to take over, and it will be your responsibility, and the blood will be on your shoulders. Wow, you know, th- so there's, we- <clears throat> Dran, there's a there's a there's a lot of scriptures that are pertinent for today, but one in particular, and this is for you, my listening friend. It comes in the book of Esther and Mordecai. I said this uh, to Esther as they were facing annihilation, literally. And you know, if you're looking at your world right now, there are some things that are in the process of being annihilated. But this verse that was for Esther is for you and I today. In fact, a lot of people have quoted this in the past, but it is no more true than right this moment. And it is no more applicable to anyone but Y-O-U. And it is for you were made for such a time as this. And Dran is talking about the the bravery and don't hand the baton to somebody else. It was it is you who are built for this time. What are you going to do about it? Well, there's a a place that uh, we call bravesalt.com. You can find out more about that. And we've got about three minutes or so in this segment. Kaz blabbed a little bit too much. Sorry about that, Dran. (laughs) Handing it back to you. No, I love it. I love your your commentary. It's fantastic. And also, I actually love the in the commercial, your, the name of your book, One World, W-O-N, World, yes. because we are facing exactly that, a one world government with a bunch of global elites, you know, telling us, how, you know, when we're going to get up, when we're going to go to bed, how much food we're going to get as our as our ration for the day. And if we're going to have a job and who we're going to answer to and how we're going to live and what kind of agenda we're going to have in our minds and what we're going to learn. And, oh my. you know, forget it. We are the one world, one in Christ, one, W-O-N. <laughs> we have one. We have the victory. It belongs to us. So I'm with you, Kaz, and I think that's just a brilliant 
brilliant um, play on words, actually. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the, the brilliant play on words for our sake for right now, my friend, is a play on words of bravesalt.com. Dran has been talking about so many different things. She doesn't have time in a one hour. She wouldn't have time in a five hour broadcast to deal with all of them. But I'm going to hand it back to her. And we've got about a minute and a half in this segment. How would you like to take set this up for the next segment? the last segment, but what would you like to say to our listening friends right now about bravesalt.com and Salt and Light Council and so many other ancillary ministries that are powerful? Dren? Well, in the Brave Salt suite of ministries, there's one in particular called Public School Exit. And right now, folks, please consider how you can extricate your grandchildren, your children from the indoctrination of the current public school system. Now, there are some amazing teachers out there. We love them that are good Christians with a wholesome heart. But the agenda and the uh, state mandates, there's no fixing it. And when you know that you can't fix something, you know, I was uh, God grant me the serenity to, to change the things I can, but to know to, and, and, and accept the things I can't and the wisdom to know the difference. That's the <laughs> moment where people, the wisdom to know the difference and get your kids out. Go to publicschoolexit.com, and that's on the suite of Brave Salt. And we want to help you. We want to help your church. We want to help you. We have a consultation call every Friday and um or or when i'm in town that is and we schedule it and i would love to talk to you personally i can share so much wisdom i was a homeschool mom myself but also there's so many new changes to how you can get educated it doesn't have to be the same old standard ways we have yes yes online with umbrella schools we have you know hybrids we have co-ops it's amazing and i'll make it simple and energizing and i just keep telling all you parents and the and the churches out there look we get the answer book <laughs> yes 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 Dran, would you would you spend some time in the last segment uh covering this also and summarizing everything that's going on my listening friend you were born for times such as this y-o-u it's not passing the buck or kicking the can down the road it's y-o-u to be activated now and be brave dran reese and i will summarize everything she's talked about and give you some more nuances when she and i come right back this is come together san diego the live local show on k praise more come together san diego is just moments away now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you, and welcome back to the final segment of the final hour of Come Together San Diego and my co-host for this hour, Dran Reese, and she is really the inspiration behind the Salt and Light Council and so many other ancillary ministries. She's going to tell you more about that. But before, you mind if I just say a quick comment so you can use this as a springboard, Dran? Sure. Okay. In uh, 2 Timothy 2.15, listen to this, my friend, especially if you're inclined just to kind of be, uh, kind of go along with the flow. Here's what God instructs us. He says, study to show yourself approved. A workman does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Many of the people that listen to this show have have the truth of God in their hearts, but there's a time when you really, really, really must rightly divide it. I want you to pray into what Dran is about to share as she concludes about uh, the, the the ministry suite uh, called BraveSalt.com and the ministries therein, because you, you ask the Lord if this is 
part of his his calling for Y-O-U because there is no time like the present and there may not be other times too much in the future if you don't pay close attention. Dran, Reese. <laughs> Kaz, my favorite, calling for you. Wait, let's see. Passion or calling? <clears throat> in the last section, I hope I made it very clear. It isn't about a calling or a passion anymore, folks. It's a duty to save America. It's mm. your duty to get involved. And I want to remind everybody that you don't get to pick and choose what you do with this life. You have to obey the Lord. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go to this one, First Chronicles 22:13. I have the scripture here. <clears throat> then you will have you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. He also says, you better obey my decrees, my laws, my precepts, and my statutes, or I will tear this kingdom out of your hands. Oh, my. So when do we get a choice to pick and choose what we're going to do every day? So here's the point, folks. We've made it super simple. So now that I'm done admonishing all those people who are going to try to give me that excuse, you know, that excuse, it's, I'm not called to this. <laughs> yes, you are. You're a citizen of America. And part of your job is to understand your the purpose, your elections. And you know this was on purpose in our school system to to um, to 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 to, to, to disempower you from understanding what your role and responsibility is as a citizen of America. Each and every one of us are to vote in the primaries. So I'm going to tell you folks that you can get election information in our suite of ministries. Again, go to bravesalt.com, go to biblical voter and right there, go to state voter guides and look up California. Or if you're in any other state and you're listening, you can pick your state. But it's going to give you information about the primaries. And right now, the primaries here in California are June 7th. We have some people running. This is the what we call a midterm election. So this is the, the second year in between a presidential election. And so it's a little strange how they do this. And I can understand some of the confusion because it's it's difficult to understand. But even our senators right now, there's only, you know, there's a, we have about 100 seats nationwide that are up for grabs. So even though, you know, we have, um, you know, a lot of seats available, they rotate. So we'll try to make it very simple for all of you. But the point is that our state, you need to know who is your elected representative, and you can find that out by going to one of the other items on our suite of ministries at Judeo-Christian Caucus, where you just click on the link to find your legislature. Now, you find out who they are, you put them in your Rolodex or your cell phone, and you start calling and finding out what those people are doing to you in your city. Now, if you're here in California, chances are very good that they're doing everything they can to redistrict you away from having a real vote or they're manipulating the elections, or they're trying to pass things like smash and grab or abortions on demand or, um, you know, humility training that you're going to be forced to do in every job employment that you go to. So the point is, folks, there's no excuse for you to be blind to what is going on. You are the light. You are the salt. You are the light of the world. You are to shine your light. Okay, and that means exposing the darkness that's out there. And each and every one of you has the courage to do it. But you don't have to do it alone. Again, you can do it with a whole team of people that you can find on BraveSalt.com. I do want to also share that. How much time do I have left, Kaz? There's never about, enough. I know. You've got, <laughs> you got about four minutes. So 
for me. Bring it home, Dran. Bring it home. Okay, well, I did want to clear that up about the elections, that we do have a primary. Go to biblicalvoter.com. You're going to see some incredible, incredible tools there that will help you vote. If you have any questions about how to do this, you are more than welcome to call our number here or to email me. I'm Dran at Salt and Light Council. Salt, not pepper, but salt. And all spelled out, A-N-D. Light, not dark, but light. Council, C-O-U-N-C-I-L dot org. I want to hear from you. Dran, D-R-A-N is my name, at Salt and Light Council. So, again, this year we have... Um, the governor races up again, which is unbelievable, and we really don't have a good candidate <laughs> to run against Gavin Newsom. Uh, so um, he's going to be in the race again. But, you know, when I was looking at the number, uh, the amount of money that each of these candidates are raising, and it's pitiful, people. This is another one of our duties. We're to help fund our elected officials or people that we know that have our moral values into office. Now, how do you know if they have our moral values? On biblicalvoter.com, we have a little pledge called the Family First Pledge. Simple. It's five points, and we ask every candidate. So if you have a friend who wants to run for office, just download the Family First Pledge off of Biblical Voter, which is on the suite of ministries, which you can access through bravesalt.com. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you get that Family First Pledge, and you just sign it, send it to us, and we will list them. Now, what you've done is you've allowed the church to know who has our moral values, because that's the biggest question. People say, I don't know who to vote for. That's a zero excuse now. You do know who to vote for, because you have an entire website, and you have voter guides on there from a whole plethora of people who've analyzed these elections, all the propositions in the bills, and we trust them because these are Christians right. who have put their talent and treasure. And, and, and it's not, not just uh, California. I mean, it's the whole nation. Please. It's the whole nation. So, and, and if I may make a plea that we do have a request on our homepage and on every website that if anything has been useful or helpful to consider a donation to us, believe me, we could use more help. So if any of your audience out there is listening, we do so much. And by the grace of God, I don't know how we continue to do as much as we do, but it would be a lot easier if we had a whole heck of a lot more. And in fact, Kaz, we have an event February the eighth, February the nineteenth, which is Saturday, coming up in Walnut, California, at City Blessing Church. You can access that event by going to Content of Character series again on the suite of ministries under Brave Salt, and that's going to be a phenomenal event. We're bringing all the cultural groups together. Now we've made an incredible inroad into the Korean community up there, so you can come to this event. Anyone here in California, it's free. You get lunch. And it's an all-day where you get to meet some of the most amazing speakers from around the world, uh, world around uh, America, that have, um, you know, been international. Been well, they're international speakers here in America that speak to these subjects that you need to know about so you can articulate them. So one of the, our theme for this one is the Call of Duty, and and you know I've talked about that plenty, but also we are one race, one blood. One in Christ. Yes, yes, yes. And there you go. I, I, I'm going to change it to one, W-O-N, in Christ. <laughs> I appreciate that, Dren. My listening friend, I hope this has been an inspiration to you. We've got about one minute left in this 
um, in this show. What, Joanne, I'm going to I'm going to have you put your prayer warrior hat on and and take thirty seconds, literally thirty seconds, to pray over all the listeners and what you suspect God wants to stir in them a heart of bravery. I'm going to hand it to you for that thirty seconds, and I'm going to close the show. And thanks everyone for listening and joining us on uh, Come Together San Diego with Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council, and what we what we call the place. Um, bravesalt.com. Dran, take your 30 seconds of praying and interceding for us. Amen. Well, Father, I come before your holy throne of grace, asking for your kindness and mercy upon this place and all the listeners of this radio station, that you would speak into their hearts, into their souls, and into their spirits, and to awaken them to the to the duty that you they have been called to, to be one race, one blood, one in Christ. And Father, we just thank you that there are people right now who are stirring up, and their spirits are getting ready, and they are, they are getting ready to come forward. And so, Father, we just open the door yes, and yes. take all the authority. Lord Jesus Christ, that you have given to us. We have one. We have one. Let us take our authority and power in the name of Jesus Christ right now. And Father, we just want to tell you something. We yeah. love you so We do, we do, we, we do. We love you, love you, love you. <laughs> yeah, and you yes, yes, yes. And Dren Reese and Kaz and all our listening friends, we say amen. Thank you, Dran. Thank amen. you, my listening friends. See you next week. God bless. <laughs> Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.